The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut, welcomes you to this broadcast of Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means, a remnant shall return. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing the Heavenly Authority series taught by my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo. This series is an in-depth, through-the-Bible exploration with a focus on what the scriptures teach about the source and nature of authority. Before we join Pastor Greg for the start of the next sermon in the study, let me invite you to visit us on the web. The website address is www.shiarjashub.org. Now, let's go into the Sunday message. In the last Heavenly Authority sermon, we were in 2 Corinthians chapter 3, and I'll go back to verse 11 and reread verses 11 to 17 to refresh our memories. Verse 11 of chapter 3 of 2 Corinthians, For if what is passing away was glorious, what remains is much more glorious. Speaking about the glory of the old covenant, and now the eternal glory of the new covenant which remains. Verse 12, Therefore, since we have such hope, we use great boldness of speech, unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away, fading away. And remember, we went back into Exodus chapter 34, and we saw Moses at Sinai, and how the glory of his face from the presence of the Lord would shine out when he came before the people and they were afraid. And he would give them the word of God and put a veil over his face to hide the countenance, to hide the glory. Moses would go into the presence of God and behold his presence and receive his word. He would behold God's glory and then when he would come out, God's glory would reflect back out of the face of Moses. And here Paul says, unlike Moses, who put a veil over his face so that the children of Israel could not look steadily at the end of what was passing away, we use great boldness of speech. We're not hiding it. We're not cloaking it. We're not veiling it. We're reflecting it straight out, he says. There's a boldness there's a strength, there's an outrightness of this new covenant for men and women to see the glory of God, not to hide it. Verse 14, but their minds were blinded, for until this day the same veil remains unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away in Christ. Their minds were blinded, there's a veil over their minds. But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies on their hearts. There's a veil over the heart, and they just can't understand it. They can't see it. They can't comprehend it, Paul says. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. And we studied that last time. Blessed are your eyes for what they see, and your ears for what they hear. Now the Lord is the Spirit, 
And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, there's freedom. The Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the Father, the person of the Holy Spirit comes down and sets the captives free. He wakes us up, he takes the veil away, and now we can clearly see the things of God. And verse 18 now, But we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. And that's what we want to concentrate on today, verse 18. The Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And we spoke about the ministry of the Holy Spirit to set us free. And given this new contract, given this new covenant, Paul can proclaim in verse 18, but we all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror. Now, he's been speaking about Moses. And to any Jew of that day, when you speak about Moses, you're speaking about the greatest figure, perhaps, in all Jewish history, the one that presents the law to the people. And Moses had to veil his face, and hear Paul speaking to the church, speaking to believers, uses the phrase, but we all with unveiled face. This is the new covenant, the new contract. We all, not just Moses, not just Elijah, not just those in the New Testament church in positions of authority, not just the apostles, not just Paul. What does he say? But we all, we all, with unveiled face, it's like having a multitude of Moses, Every believer in Christ Jesus is included in that we all. We all, with unveiled face, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. That phrase, beholding as in a mirror, means to behold in a mirror, to mirror oneself, to reflect or mirror so sometimes you'll see it translated, behold is in a mirror. Sometimes you'll see it translated, we reflect the glory of the Lord. It's the same idea, and it's something to praise the Lord about, that as we are called into this new covenant in Christ Jesus, we can behold the glory of God, and not the glory of the old contract, which was fading away where they saw God in part. We behold the fullness of the glory, the eternal glory. Consider this, in Exodus chapter 33. Now Moses has gone into the presence of God. Moses has been up on the mountain where the people can approach. He's been in the Shekinah glory. The glory of God has come down in that little temporary tabernacle he set up as they're building the big tabernacle. And he would go in and fellowship with God and come out glowing. And yet we read in Exodus chapter 33 and verse 18 that Moses said, verse 18, and he said, please show me your glory. Now he's seen the glory. But it's that part of the glory of God that was for the people of Israel in this covenant of the law, the holy law, but the law could not save because there's a sin problem with mankind. 
He didn't have the whole picture. He glimpsed Christ. He glimpsed Christ in the sacrifices. He saw eternity symbolized in the tabernacle. But he did not have right before him what Peter, James, and John had right before them and what you and I have right before us when we read these scriptures and we feel the presence of Almighty God. And Moses, as great as he is, has to say, please show me your glory. Verse 19, then he, God, said, I will make all my goodness pass before you, the complete fullness of my goodness. And I will proclaim the name of the Lord before you, Yahweh, salvation. He is our salvation. He is that he is. I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face. Now we're told Moses spoke to God face to face, meaning he was able to actually have a conversation with God and get instructions from the Lord. And still he didn't see the face of God the complete face, the complete glory, the exact representation of his image, of his visage. You cannot see my face, for no man shall see me and live. The pure holiness of God. Who can behold the pure holiness of God and live? And the Lord said, Here is a place by me, and you shall stand on the rock. So it shall be while my glory passes by that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand while I pass by. Then I will take away my hand, and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. Because if Moses saw his face and the holiness of God, he would be consumed. How can sinful man behold the fullness, the eternal glory, the full presence of the Almighty? But we're told in the New Testament that we see the face of God in Jesus Christ our Lord, because now we have mercy. Now we have the sacrifice. Jesus came to provide us with the sacrifice that sinful men and women can stand before God Almighty and be cleansed and whole and come boldly into the throne of grace and have access, the veil of the temple being pulled asunder, and not just the high priest, not just the Levites, not just the Jews, not just the male Gentiles, but male, female, young, old, can go in and have access to the throne of God through Jesus Christ. And we can, as the song says, behold him. We can see him. We can see the glory of God, the eternal goodness, the fullness of his goodness, face to face in Jesus Christ. Think of the glory of this new covenant. Think of the fullness of of the promise to his people, and then he says, we all, we all, with unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord. We can all speak to him face to face. We can all behold him. We can all have access. We can all see Jesus Christ. What a glory. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. What a glory that we can behold him. And then we can have his glory shine out from us. And we're not to hide it. We can have his glory as reflected in a mirror come out and not just the glory of the law, a surpassing glory that does not fade away, eternal, unending, shine out, a transforming glory. Look what he says here. 
But we all with unveiled faces, beholding as in a mirror or reflecting the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. We are being transformed. He's changing us. What is he changing us to? He's changing us into the image of Jesus. That's the purpose of salvation. That's the purpose of the good news of the gospel, that Jesus Christ came to save us, save us from our sins, save us from Satan, give us eternal life, everlasting life, and change us, transform us, that we reflect out the glory of God, the everlasting new covenant glory of God, as Jesus is reflected in us. We'll have to break from the sermon at this point. Join Pastor Greg Scalzo as he continues the sermon next time. And again, let me encourage you to go to the church website at www.shiarjashub.org. Brothers and sisters in Christ around the globe are listening and learning about God's Word from the many programs in our audio library. How important it is to spend time in the Bible every day. And the 14-minute format is very easy to work into your daily plan. From topical studies to through the Bible teachings, you'll find messages that will expand your understanding and appreciation of God's work in the world and in your life. The address again is www.shiarjashub.org. And you can always check Isaiah 7, verse 3, for the spelling. May the Lord bless you as you serve Him.